What up, GW Nation? Welcome to the episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. This is a phenomenal, spectacular, hilarious episode. I got Asher, I got Noah, I got Nathan. They're back on here. This is actually the first episode that they were on. And it's about being roommates and, and passions and pursuing passions. And, and there's a lot of comedy in this and a lot of just great stories. And I just love the chemistry of the four of us just going together and just talking about some really good uh, this really good content, and so I just I love it. I hope you like it too. Subscribe on Apple and Spotify um, if you can. That would just really help the channel out. If you're on Apple, go give us a, f- a five star rating and write a review. It helps us get noticed um, by Apple by more and more people. It, it takes less than like two minutes. So I really appreciate that. If you can do that, we also have have hats and we have T-shirts and we have stickers for sale. It's a fundraiser. We're trying to get some new stands, some new mics. We're just trying to help the podcast go, and we would love the support. We're also on Patreon, and Patreon, for those of you who don't know, is like an arts uh, support. If you go to the Patreon, you get exclusive episodes and content, and you only get it if you subscribe. It's like a kind of like a pay-per-view membership club, you know, exclusive content, and you get uh, two exclusive episodes. All the merchandise and all the Patreon can be found on our Instagram at the Great White Buffalo Podcast uh, Instagram page. We love it. We love the support. We love the fans. We thank you for joining our herd and being a part of this. And it's 2020, folks. This is our first episode of the new year. I'm so excited. And this podcast, we're getting close to 5,000 downloads, which is tremendous. And so once we hit that 5,000 mark, I hope in 2020 we can get to 10,000. This has just been a, a little passion project for me and just trying to get community and talk to people and hear stories and just have some great content. And I appreciate all the love and support, and I've gotten so much love. And people message me, people send uh, DMs, they they, they uh, text me, they call me, and they just show a lot of support. And I just want to say I appreciate it. I couldn't do it without you. The Herd is Strong, and the Great White Buffalo Podcast is going, and it's going to be a great year here in 2020. Boom! It's the best year. It's gonna be. It's a new decade. It's a new podcast. This is gonna be awesome. Appreciate it, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Wandering through the great plains of life, things move fast. Sometimes a blur. Don't you let this bumpy road separate you from the herd. When you think the day is done, the sun is getting low. We're all looking for something rare. The Great White Buffalo. The Great White Buffalo. Podcast with Ben Mayfield. Lion Lemon. Wait, what is it? Lion Lemon Lace of Spook. What? You know what I'm talking about? The Human Torch was denied a bank, bank loan. loan. What else? Is he How says, now, Brown Cow? What was the other one? He says something about, like with let let Lily wait or something. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what it is. Let Lily. Love Lily. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. This is your host, Ben Mayfield. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so stoked. We have the Fierce of Foursome. We have the Fantastic Four. We have anything that alliterates with four, because we have four people in the studio today. And we have two of them, our first-timers. In the co-pilot seat, I have Mr. Noah Andrews. What's up, Noah? Hey, 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 everybody. Glad <laughs> to be here. Thanks, Ben, for having me. No, I'm so excited. And you may be... I have to do some fact checking. You may be our first twin oh. ever to be on the show. Well, that is definitely something. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't I, know what <laughs> that means, but hey, I'm proud to be be your first twin. Uh, <laughs> 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 and across from me in the guest of honor seat is Mr. Asher. What's up, Asher? What's up? Dude, Asher. I've always said this to your brother. I know your older brother, Wynn. Shout out to Wynn. I always struggle saying your last name. I've always said when Gryffindor, because Griffith, Griffith, yes, Griffith, that's Griffith, Griffith. I don't feel like it's that difficult. Do people have a hard time saying it though? Sometimes they say Griffin, but Griffin. Yeah, there's definitely I not just, an I in there. It's not like Janikowski or something. <laughs> that is true. And y'all know the last person to complete the Four Horsemen. He's been on the podcast uh, probably a th- thousand times. And we love him every single time. It's Mr. Nathan Dickens. How you doing? Dude, Naders. You doing all right, man? Man, I'm great. Dude, Are you doing t- good? Dude, tis the season right now. Tis the season. I wanted to throw out this quick story. We all have are in the North Georgia area, so we all kind of know each other from North Georgia. But I've known Asher since he was in high school, like a wee lad. Yep. Uh, 
Wynn, his brother, once again, shout out to Wynn, was my resident <clears throat> when I was an RA back in the day. And Asher was in high school and came to visit. Super sweet kid. And now, fast forward eight years, seven years. Yeah. 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 That's it. Wow. Golly. And then Noah, mm, I'm trying to think. I guess well, I guess you were a freshman. Freshman. When I knew you. Yeah. College, yeah. Yeah. When you were a freshman. We are definitely not the same age. I'm way older. And then Nathan. No. Y'all know Nathan, so. And he knows all of y'all. Yeah. So, one of the things I want to talk about today is the two of you are roommates. Oh, baby. And, uh, yeah, so two Noah and Asher. Special. Yeah, us two. I do not live with Nathan, luckily. Oh, roast there. Oh, <laughs> love you too, Noah. Yeah, yeah for you. real. Jeez. No, no, I didn't mean that. But yeah, we are roommates. Uh, that's a cool situation. And we actually have another roommate. You may have met him earlier. By the way, I'm taking over a little bit. I'm yeah, yeah no, him. yeah, go for it. <laughs> um, go for it. That's what podcasts are about. Yeah, so. We have uh, three people at our house. I'm not going to say the address uh, at Arcadia Street. Maybe the number is 214. <laughs> Come visit anytime. <laughs> I, honestly, yeah. Uh, that is our, really our, our address. But we, um, yeah, we are uh, three guys just living in the house. It's me and it's Asher over there. Yeah. And Josh, you met him before on the podcast. Jo- Josh was absolutely on the very first episode we ever recorded. Unbelievable. It was, it was Josh, Will, and Keegan. And he was on here and he said, maybe five words the entire podcast well man have you stepped it up by getting these two roommates we are uh yeah we've had we've had a great time this is we're going on our second full year of living together Mm -hmm. and uh we share an 800 square foot home um just a couple blocks off the square in Dahlonega and uh which I think is actually 800 feet away so yeah it's kind of proportional. Eight hundred <laughs> square foot house, eight hundred feet away from the square. But <laughs> we uh, we have a, just a couple rooms in our house. Our kitchen doubles as our laundry room and dining room mm-hmm. and nice. pantry Classy. and Three one. where we have our hot water heater, all this good stuff. So it's really nice, honestly. Yeah. Uh, is there three bedrooms? <laughs> no, no. Um, Noah and I sleep on top of each other. Um, okay. in, a, in a bunk bed. In a bunk bed. In a bunk bed. Usually. Actually, my father and I built these bunk beds because the uh, the ceilings are... How tall are they now? Not eight feet. They're definitely, they're eight. definitely not <laughs> eight they're feet tall. They're seven feet. They're yeah. so... So, anyways, but they're seven feet tall, yeah, I, I, and y'all are like what six I'm, foot? There's I'm, there's a I'm, hole in the ceiling from where they oh, jumped, and uh, no, 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 we'll get there. We'll get <laughs> okay, there. okay. People aren't ready for that. <laughs> okay, yet. sorry, sorry. That is uh, we gotta slowly get there. Gotta get there. Warm up. Well, so it's a great house. Yeah. Um, we have really enjoyed. I've been there all four years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I four years that the house has been built, or no, the house is built. Yeah. Uh, back in uh, probably when Moses was on Earth, yeah. um, it is very old, but yeah, it's awesome. So, um, good what, good situation. So, what are sure. some uh, we're having such close quarters? And Nathan probably knows this too. Mm. Living like fourteen different colleges is as a slight roast. I'm sorry. Is <laughs> there are challenges? Also funny stories, but also challenges living in such close quarters with each other. How do you get through those? Do y'all just yell at each other? Do you sometimes. Uh, sometimes? Yeah. Lots of lots of wrestling, then followed by lots of crying and hugging, then yeah. more wrestling. No, I'm just kidding. None of that. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> on the real uh yeah, no. I, took, all, I thought you were serious for this. I was like, all right, uh, I we, mean No, we've never we've definitely never wrestled each other. Do you think Josh would ever Wrestle somebody. Do you think He's... you could take Josh in a wrestling match? No, that's actually also the thing. But I would still, <laughs> yeah. I would still t- try to wrestle him. But he would probably win. I, Josh, let's see. So Josh works out about four to five times a week. Yeah, and I have worked out four to five times since I've been in college. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> just guessing, he could probably take me down. Um, but he's kind of, you know, he's kind of pass it like a pacifist, not in a bad way. He's really sweet. Um. But if he wanted to, he could take me down. Yeah. Um, honestly, sometimes we're passive aggressive, but <clears throat> like for instance, <clears throat> do you want me to take the story? I, I think I know where you're going. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> Josh is—he's uh, not like 
Okay, I'm not. Well, I'm not gonna sit here and roast him. He's he's not like. He's uh, a super we're sweet we're guy. All, I, yeah, he's a sweet guy. Uh, we're I feel like a lot of guys are are just messy, and so but he goes on like these cleaning sprees Absolutely. where he like will. And it's awesome because he'll like go through the fridge and like throw away old stuff and like <laughs> go through. But sometimes he just goes overboard, and so this is where we're bringing up a situation where there was conflict. He Josh threw away uh, some of I guess it was some rice of that uh, Asher had cooked, thinking it was his. They had both cooked rice, and so that definitely like Asher was like coming home from Wesley uh, Wednesday night church. He was like ready to eat, and he came home. He's like, "Where's my rice?" And right away, he kind we kind of suspected what was going on. <laughs> uh, Josh had thrown away some food, and I could, I could see a- uh, Asher was upset. Okay, all right, let's okay. over some cooked rice. There is okay. It not he it wasn't away. just rice. He threw it, it was away. like delicious Asian rice. Okay, mm. and I've been. This semester with student teaching and everything, I have had like I've started meal prepping every week and stuff. I'm like, I'm gonna make stuff to have for lunches, I'm gonna have stuff to make for dinners. And first off, I wanna take a step back. This, this was not the first time this had happened. He had gone on right. a he'd gone on a a spell with our spices, and mm. I had this one of a kind. It was like a fancy McCormick. It was like Chili, lime, garlic, chia. It's literally the best spice I've ever, ever tasted. Just You just put it on everything. I put it, it, I'll put it, I'll put it on avocado toast, and it would just explode in my mouth. And it was wonderful. I, <laughs> I can't <laughs> find it again, um, but apparently it was expired um, somehow. The best spices are. Yeah, well, it's gone. That's where now. the flavor is, <laughs> yeah, and the expiration. Yeah, so that's anyways. where I found. That's how I like my milk. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> fast forward, <laughs> fast forward to that day, and on my way to student teaching that morning, I had spilled my coffee in my car. I had just really had a crappy day, and then went to Wesley, and was just tired, and got home, and that was just kind of the straw that broke the camel's back, <laughs> but. I texted, I was like, did someone eat my rice? And Noah was like, it wasn't me. I was like, I know it wasn't you. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, I mean, things like that happen when, when you're sharing, like, such a small area. And honestly, I would prefer things like that to happen than for, like, okay, older brother Wynn, who's been aforementioned, uh, he lived in that house before. Um, so I... Came up to see him when he was in college, living there. And then I left the country for a year, came back. When I was there before I left, I went into the fridge, and there was like an overturned bottle of chocolate syrup that had spilled all in the refrigerator. Oh, my God. And then a year later, when I moved into the house, it was still there and had not (laughs) been cleaned. And so I will very much take the level of cleanliness that we have at the house and, like, the diligence with, like, throwing away old food and stuff like that. But, I mean, honestly... Versus the chocolate syrup. Yes. In dealing with that situation, like, it was fine. Josh came home. Yeah. And he, like, he peeked his head in the door. He was like, hello? Well, actually, Asher, I don't know. I I don't know if you ever knew this, but I actually saw, like, it unravel. I kind of, like, saw your side, and then I saw Josh's side. I was like, I know exactly what's going on. Because I had seen Josh. That's the best spot. The best spot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, it was kind of like a show, uh, to be honest. But I also didn't want like anything really, really bad to happen because I, I still wanted somebody to pay the rent and uh, <laughs> nobody to like move out in anger or anything. But um, anyways, so I saw it happen and I like texted Josh individually. I was like, hey, I'm pretty sure this is what happened. Like You had cooked rice earlier and thought it was yours and was throwing it away. It was Asher's. Probably should come home and do some sort of apology, some sort of makeup sort of thing, because I'm 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 seeing this go down, and so I think um, that was a huge lesson. Even though like we've already been living with each other for a year, that was a huge lesson in like just recognizing like yes, like it's good, it can be good to live with your your friends, but being able to recognize like 
what's going on in their lives and being able to like yeah. take the time is important for living with somebody. Like take the time to be like, hey, what's got you down? Or like mm-hmm. just checking up on each other because I mean these are the these are the people you live with. And yeah. I feel like here's the thing. Like growing up, a lot of people's whoever parent guardian, whoever's like raising them will do that for you. Like, hey, it's we're mm-hmm. we're doing conflict resolution. And when you leave and go to college, it's not it's not something in your instincts. Yeah. So you have to do it yourself. You have to recognize you have to, that. You have to learn how to mediate and like learn yeah, how absolutely. to have conflict resolution, which is hardcore because you have to be able to like look at the other perspective from the other person. Oh yeah. And you don't normally do that. Absolutely. And you have to be like less selfish but also be able to advocate for yourself. Mm-hmm. Naders, what about you, man? You ever had like some roommate conflict? Oh, always. <laughs> I mean, for having roommates as many years as I've had them. I mean, conflict is a part of life. Uh, and community, I think, is a good thing in how to handle conflict well and how to fight well, how to argue well, but how to how to do it in a respectful way. Uh, I've had many, many a conflicts with some very messy roommates from inconsiderate yeah, roommates. Don't. don't uh, no, okay. All to, right. uh, to all sorts of things. And... Um, yeah, I think I think it's a good process though because it it's easy when you're not living with someone that you don't have to have those conflicts, but to learn how to do that within the roommate setting because a lot of people will just be they they become passive aggressive or they don't know how to handle confrontation and uh, you know that spews over into later parts of life and if you can learn that now while you're you know having roommates and especially as you get into places like marriage or like things like that then you already know how to handle conflict well, and you already know kind of your, I guess, trigger points of like, mm-hmm. you know, it's little things that you don't yeah. really realize, even little things like, why don't you put the dishes yeah. up the way they should? And it's like, you just have to learn how to be on each other's level and learn how yeah. to give and take and all that type yeah. of stuff. So See, and that's the thing is like, that that does happen. And I, I've had plenty of roommates in college and like, for some reason, this balance of me, Noah, and Josh is like, has been the best balance oh, yeah. of roommates that I've ever had. Me too. And it, I really, and I really think it, it is because we can like talk through things and like fight about things. Not even really fight, but just like talk through things. But also, like, there was a semester before life got super crazy where we'd stay up every night and play Smash and eat pizza rolls. Super Smash Bros. Super Smash Dude. Bros. Oh, yeah. On GameCube? Oh, yeah, on GameCube. We nice. made pizza rolls every night. Honestly, Literally every night. I don't know. Like, that was one of the most trim times I've ever... There's something in pizza rolls. <laughs> There's something in there. Because I, think. I ate the most pizza rolls I've ever eaten. Did y'all do frozen I, corn dogs, too? No, we always did pizza uh, rolls. It was <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah, me I neither. did frozen corn dogs. Did you? Okay, oh, right, the State you. Farm ones? Yeah, yeah oh, State Farm. Absolutely, oh, my dude. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> no, but we like we would do things like that, but also like that same semester was like dealing with like some grieving and like some things like that and like Noah going through stuff and me going through stuff and also Josh and like being able to just come together and like honestly like knowing that something's going on and waiting for them to come to you and be like... It's not going to happen. Yeah. Mm. A lot of times. For yeah. some, and then some, it, it will, but... Well, I just, I just know that I could always... If I was... <laughs> if I was being moody for some reason, then, like, they could sense it, and then they would know that I would, like, bring it up and talk about it. And, like, maybe that's not Noah's style to just, like, bring it up all of a sudden when he's feeling a certain way, but, like, it got to a certain point... That we sat down and I was like, "Hey, I gotta talk to you about something," and just like feeling this really this sense of like, I mean, this kind of intimacy that comes with your roommates that you can have such fun times and such carefree times, and then also come to them and be like, "Yo, I'm I'm really struggling right now," and so those are all things that only can exist if you can deal with conflict well, and that, I think that's probably why it's just that we've been able to we've been able to do that well. Yeah, I'm trying to think about like my own roommate situations. I've had several over the years, and the most recent one was shout out to Will Maxwell. That was that was for like a year. He lived here, and he was 
the greatest roommate. He lived in this podcast studio before it was a podcast studio. I didn't make him like sleep in a corner. And he was here, and I don't know if he even listens to it, but he was the best. And he only had like one little uh, thing of uh, a dresser for clothes, and that's the only thing that he had in here. And then he had like a chair, and then he read his Bible and his books, and he would watch maybe a documentary every once in a while, and then he would clean all the dishes, like <laughs> as he like as the dishes were done. I was like, man, like I'll let's finish the show, and then I'll help you. He goes, no, 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 I got it. You go ahead and watch it. Over a year, he did this, and it was like never like held any does resentment. Have, I was the worst roommate. Does he have a girlfriend? Because this guy is, he, he's he does. He, def- he does. Okay. Okay. He well, does. All right. Oh, does he? Oh, I didn't Public know Public defendant. Yeah. Well, yeah. He he's, he's a lawyer, down, dude. Then, he's I mean. a lawyer. I even found out <laughs> through him that when you have when you have your law degree, is a judicial <laughs> doctorate. So it's technically like a doctorate, but they're not allowed ethically to go buy doctorate. And but I kept calling him Doctor Maxwell. And he's like, I'm not a doctor. I'm just a lawyer. Just a public. De- and then I'm just not even a lawyer. I'm just a public defender. He like always like kind of humble himself. Like, dude, you're awesome. Wait a minute, Ben. Does that mean that now that you have your master's degree, mm-hmm. as of last week, shout out to that. I haven't even mentioned you're that. Yeah, Mr. yeah. Mayfield. You are Master oh. Mayfield. I am a. Uh, <laughs> I've gotten a seat on the council, and I've been granted the rank of master. Who are you uh, taking as your Padawan? Are you saying Mr. or Master? <laughs> master, dude. I have my master's You get your master's. In education. Right here. I got it on my ring, son. Look at, that. Look at that. Boom. Worked hard for that bad boy. Uh, speaking of which, when you graduate with your... Uh, so it's kind of interesting. I'm an education major. Graduate with undergrad in education, middle grades. Asher is doing like the exact same Science program. Social studies, baby. And we're both doing science social studies. That's what my content is. But go get your master's. It's like a five thousand dollar pay difference each year. You don't get it. Mm-hmm. So if you like, oh, I want to teach for a couple of years and then go get it. If you do that for three years, that's fifteen thousand dollars that you just said. Eh, no, thank you. That's more money than I've made the whole time I've been in college. I, I know, <laughs> I know. So, anyways, I've just thrown that. Out. Yeah, I graduated with my master's. I I'm not going go. to do that still, even after what you just said. I hardly even listened. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, but yeah, that's hurtful. I am done with school. Oh, well, you me, you're well, not even done yet. You haven't even graduated. Well, I know. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. So you're, I'm done with it. You're not going I back in the no, spring. I am going back in the spring. I'm I'm graduating in the spring, but yeah, baby. It took me it. five years. I'm one of the few who took five years. Nathan, one uh, of the took few five. took me what five. Are you right there? Took me five. Yeah. right there. And uh, I don't feel like going back, but that's just me. Well, maybe your heart and mind will change. And you're not doing education. Education is a little different. Maybe yeah. your, a master's won't help you as much yeah. uh, in the future. So, All I don't right. know, uh, depending on the field. But Maxwell was, I also had a roommate for about two months. I lived with Josh McKeever and Winston Hunter. And I I guess kind of was the bad roommate in that situation, too. I just couldn't afford it. And I think I... Can you be classified as a roommate? I, I paid four months of rent. <laughs> but how long did you live there? Two months. <laughs> <laughs> this was the thing. So this is how this is how it all happens. Winston's like, hey man, shut up. <laughs> Noah's showing a video of, of Winston and I wrestling. Out. Well, it's not really wrestling. Y'all weren't even, here's the crazy thing. Y'all weren't even roommates at the time. This was after. This was after. I was a freshman and I, you know, come to hang out over at y'all's house. And mm-hmm. all of a sudden, y'all bust out in a fight over some previous thing that okay, happened well, as roommates. Well, let me let me build up to this. So, Winston <laughs> wants to live with me, and I'm like, I don't really want to live on campus. I live, you know, ten minutes away at my childhood home. He's like, No, nah, man, you need experience. You need experience. So I was like, All right, if you can find one that's like within walking distance. Kind of saying that as like a you won't find one, and he did. He found the, the closest apartment to campus right across from the church. It was like, oh, my God, I like, called me out on it. And so I was like, okay, cool. You know, I can start in August, you know, and I had like four months paid for something in August, September, October, November, and then I can get like, you know, maybe a part-time job, pay for December, whatever. Well, it turned out we had to take it in May. So I had to pay for May, June, July, and then I um, – I, which I didn't really, like, I didn't live there. I was gone all summer. So, like, I just paid for an empty apartment that I didn't live in. And then moved in August. And towards the end of August, late, early September, so I guess I paid five months. 
I was like, I can't do this. I can't afford this because I was student teaching. Yeah. And, I, and like, if you know anything about North Georgia student teaching, they make you go to pre-planning before school starts all the way until you graduate in April. Yes. So you're like a real school teacher with no money. Absolutely. Yeah. It is. Uh, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know if there's any way to really get around it. Um, but, yes, I don't, I, I don't know how, exactly how you're supposed to live when you, like, can't work because you're working 40 hours a week for free. Yeah, for um, real. But I will say, uh, <laughs> I don't usually, but I was watching the Democratic primary debates a couple months ago, and Bernie Sanders, and really all the Democrat, Democrats, but I can do a Bernie voice, Bernie said, We need to pay teachers at least $60,000 a year. And, you know... Is that the, Australian? In, hold on. Is no, that not <laughs> a character from Spongebob? Yeah. I, gu- I guess... <laughs> that sounded honestly, nothing like Bernie. Nice yes, back. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, Old Man Jenkins, by the way, from Spongebob. <laughs> what was it? Do one more what a nice cereal back. That's so good. <laughs> What's another thing he says? Uh... I don't want to be a bother. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch SpongeBob, then that subscribe. Is. Okay. Also, yeah. I will say probably my favorite thing about living in our house is the amount of time that we spend talking in voices and <laughs> accents that are not our own. Yeah. And it sounds very weird to anyone that doesn't live there, but it is. It's just a yeah, yeah. It's just us being goofballs, just being, being cor- kids, like being kids, being like, quirky. Noah, Noah asked. I wouldn't say that. Hold on. Okay. Noah what? asked Josh the other day. He said, "Who are you texting, or who are you on the phone with?" And he was like, "Oh, I was talking to Erica. Erica's Noah's older sister." And shout out to Erica. And uh, <laughs> Noah from his room just was like, <laughs> just started making a freaking cracking noise or something, and then started like. Spazzing out because Josh was texting your sister, he was not, but he just said it to, uh, to, to trigger. To, to trigger. <laughs> I was about to attack, come down like a pterodactyl. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, so I eventually had to move out of okay. the apartment, right? And and it was a it was it was sad. And Josh and Winston were peeved a little bit, rightfully so. But the rent cost went down with two roommates versus three, so that was nice that they didn't have to pay more. And but then they found Garrett that moved in there in January. Lambskin, the lambskin lamb bandit. bandit. Yeah, shout out to Gare Bear. <laughs> I love Garrett. I want him on the podcast so badly. And so it all turned out perfect. Garrett wouldn't have came to North Georgia if he didn't have a place to move yeah. into. So it all worked out perfect. But Winston at a party, and this is what Noah has a video of. Maybe we'll post it on Instagram. I don't know. Yeah, probably not. There, I don't know. Yeah, I think yeah. there's some profanities. I. Oh yeah, we yeah, maybe yeah, should let's do it. Yeah, yeah, let's not play it on the podcast. We okay, might. all right, well, um, that's fine. But anyways, Winston was like in front of a whole group of people, was bringing up, bringing it up, the situation yeah. of like, and I just, I was, I was just teed, and I didn't use my words, I used my action, and I beat him down pretty hard. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely yeah. a situation. I don't know. Here, me once again, looking from the outside, just like I th- feel like. It's all started from people not sharing, like, and not being open with what what was going on from the start. Great friends, we're still great, still friends. great friends. He's on the podcast. He was on last week's episode. And, we're great and, now. This is like an FYI. This was six years ago. Just because you're friends with someone doesn't mean that they're going to make a good roommate. That is the truth. Amen. That's the truth. Amen. My brother and I are an example of that. We are great brothers. We are terrible roommates. There you go. So, anyways. I hope in the, when you're listening to this podcast that you're thinking to yourself, I submit that I really want fan interaction. If you have a, a really funny roommate story, DM us for real. We can we give you an them. example of a funny uh, roommate oh, story baby. right now. Do y'all have oh, one baby. for real? Give, hit give it, it to, to him. Hit it to me. Okay, so uh, I think it was mentioned earlier. Um, yes. Once again, story about Josh. And another part of the story was mentioned earlier, how we have seven foot ceilings and we were doing this like little challenge. I don't know how it came up, but it was, it was when we were in our super smash brothers and pizza roll phase. Yeah. And uh, usually (laughs) you need something to wash it down. So I think we had had maybe one or two beverages. Beers. Oh, right. Okay. Well, I'll say it. All right. All right. right. 
Yes. Um, and so, yeah, yeah. So we were like, hey, let's let's play like let's you know, play a game. Let's play a game. <laughs> so I start. I think it was me who started off because I had played this game before. It's a game where uh, it's kind of you're kind of pushing yourself you, to jump up and try to touch just touch your head against the ceiling. Which of course you're not trying to go like like it's like easy. It's a seven foot ceiling if you're right. six foot tall. Like you're not trying to to like really hit the ceiling because you would right. hurt yourself. You're just trying to touch it. Yeah, and so it's a delicate balance. Oh, it is for sure. It's a fun game. Um, suggest <laughs> anyone uh, play this game if uh, you have uh, parental permission advised or uh, seven foot ceilings. So, yeah, anyways, continue. <laughs> anyways, keep yeah, going. I don't know what I'm saying. All right. Um, but uh, so I successfully do it, of course. Uh, natural at that game, and then myself, Asher, I come in who and is in fact a little bit shorter than. Uh, Josh and I, and so a little bit more difficult. He's got to put a little bit more force on his jump. Right. And Josh is like, oh, let me try, you know. He jumps, head goes into the ceiling, and now there's a hole in our ceiling. I, I will say. Uh, it, I head through the ceiling. Yes. As, okay. I, as I mentioned. That's rare. Um, I don't work out a ton. Um, the only we, we could tell the only yeah. <laughs> you well, look I great. Mean, you don't can. Even. The only pump that I usually get is riding my bike. But Josh here... His thighs are like rocket launchers. We call him the saber-toothed tiger. I mean, he's so, legit. So he do had... We, do we? <laughs> so Josh goes oh. to do it and jumps, and then his legs go beast mode <laughs> and thrust his body up into the ceiling, and there is a Josh-sized hole in the ceiling. Yep. That is still there to this day. We yeah. definitely talked about uh, drywalling it, fishing it, whatever. Yeah, one day his, his, he'll bring his kids back there, and he'll be like, look, kids, that's my <laughs> face hole. <laughs> right there in the ceiling. <laughs> Office quote, by the way. Big quote guy. Big quote guy. Big quote guy. <laughs> Big old quote guy. But anyways, it was hilarious when it happened. It's hilarious every time we bring it up. Yep. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely. one story. I, I honestly, it's just the one that's like most prevalent because it's like, you walk in the house, you're like, oh, there's a hole. Uh, and you don't stop thinking about it. Well, during the Christmas season, we hang oh. a uh, a Santa hat upside down oh. from the ceiling to, c- to cover it. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. festive. It's like, oh, wow, they're really decorative. And then... They're unique. Yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, whatever. Then yeah. it looks like Santa got stuck in the ceiling. Exactly. You we know? don't have a well, chimney. Yeah. He was trying to get in. He was trying to get in. Doors were locked. <laughs> he was trying to get us some presents. Wow. <laughs> trying to... Well, I remember uh, we're at a, we had a party in, in the house. This is, I guess, a year or two after I moved out. A birthday in the, party. In Winston's house? Yeah, in the Winston or and Garrett, Josh's. I should say. Yeah, it was really Garrett's. It really was. Yeah, Garrett had full <laughs> ownership of it. Shout out to Garrett. Uh, and we're having this party, and Avery was getting a little wild. And Avery was, like, pushing people, like, yeah, like, come on, like, is party, this when party. he had a mullet? Yeah, this is when he had a mullet. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the story's way better now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine. got way better. Avery Ross, oh, mullet. beautiful mullet. I Did wish you'd you bring it back. On Instagram, we posted a picture with him with a mullet, and it was like old school Avery. Um, and so he was mulling it up. He was like pushing people in. He's like shirtless, you know, doing his thing. Yeah. And Caleb Nunley what? was jacked. Like He's just, a rock. I mean, he's a rock. Mm-hmm. And he was like pushing, and Caleb was like, all right, I'll push it back. Like, get hyped. Pushes him. Avery is so tiny, goes flying into the wall and oh, just yeah. leaves a, just a giant dent slash hole in the wall. Human sized. Human sized. <laughs> I remember that. It was drywall. Yeah, it just was, went through the wall. Yeah, I remember that. It was like right there when you, 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 when you open the it. door. Yeah. It was right, like you open the door, it's right in front of you. Because you walk into a hallway and it's like, Right there, it's like, oh, a human went through there. Um, so, <laughs> and yeah. the ongoing joke was, it took him like almost four months to fix it. He was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I'll get to it. Yeah, I'll fix it. Like, hey, we gotta fix yeah, it. Yeah, oh yeah. Avery. Eventually, yeah. like Chris Davis and I think Josh McHugh actually fixed it. But it yeah, was, it, was, it was Chris, Josh. Uh, and I, uh, was it? Oh, was it? Yeah. You were part of that? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I was part of that. Honestly, this might be a good time to. Send out if anybody knows any good uh, wall repair or anything like that. <laughs> because it's actually a ceiling. I don't really know how to fix Is it different? Like no, it's the, same thing. it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I yep. guess so. But it's it, like is, it is just drywall. It's not like, what do you call it? Where it's like well, yeah. splattered like this. Yeah, no. Popcorn ceiling. Yeah. 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 So. I don't know. Nathan, you got any crazy stories like that? I've got a ton of crazy stories. All right, just hit us, hit us with, a. With, a, with a level seven. Uh, okay, well, uh, this one just popped into my mind. Nothing that we broke or anything, uh, but 
I had a roommate once, uh, and he he called me downstairs, and uh, he was like, dude, you need to come check this out. And I was like, (laughs) oh, no. Now, I need to give you a little uh, side story uh, where I work, the Wesley Foundation. Uh, Our house was invaded with rats, huge for, rats, uh, condemned, huge, huge rats. Condemned. Yeah, I'm talking about like like Master Sensei. To where we had to cease operation in the house, uh, and there are a lot of other things wrong with the house because the house was built in 1920 something. They and, were cooking um, all sorts. It was of ratatouille. French it was ratatouille. <laughs> food they got food. family <laughs> raccoons living there. Listen, they were so bad that we'd be sitting there like 10, 15 deep, just hanging out in the middle of the day, and two or three rats would come out and didn't even care that we were there. I mean, they were and they were huge. They were nasty. Anyways, so my roommate calls me down, and I don't do rats. I can do mice, but rats, I will, I will scream, I will run. I don't do rats. And uh, <laughs> my roommate calls me downstairs. He's like, "Dude, you need to come look at this." And I was like, "All right, cool." And uh, we walk into um, we walk into the basement downstairs, and there was a rat that had gotten into our house. Stop! Huge. I don't know how. Was it, got it a in. Wesley rat? Like yeah, a it, Wesley it, well, rat? it was too far. I mean, unless it ran eight miles away to get into no, our no, house. No, no, no. But what if it crawled like into y'all's car? Since you're parked next to the Wesley uh, house, well, got into the pipes. Oh and no, drove no, no, it no, no! It definitely didn't do that. I don't know where it got into, but it was huge, and it had died. But the thing was, is we had we had we have mouse traps down there just because every once in a while mice get in, and uh, I think it was uh, going to eat some of the peanut butter, and so it got snapped on. But it was big enough and strong enough that it just pulled itself like it ripped its like. Oh I think it got its neck, and so it was pull it pulled itself <laughs> out of it. But it took a chunk of the skin out, oh. so it slowly died, and so there was just feces and blood everywhere. And we had to, uh, we had to take the. Uh, there were things that we had to throw away because it was just all over it. And so we were taking them out, and uh, I, I was backing up out of out of. The, we got outside the house, but there was a low tree branch, and it touched me, and I thought it was a rat. And I screamed and I dropped everything we were carrying and he just was like, oh no, and it just hit him and I ran and he was, what was that for? And I was like, I thought it was a rat. It was, oh gosh, it was why, awful. Awful. Rat. I'm sorry. Um, no judgment here, but um, why did you choose that story? I don't know. I don't know. That was the, that. It was disgusting. It was the first one that popped into my mind. I have a bunch, but that was the first one Here's that popped into my mind. So I was like, so oh gosh. My brother and I lived together in our, our childhood home. My dad like, you know, bought a house, moved out, and so my brother and I lived there. And it's in the middle of the woods, and so we had these field mice were like coming through our ventilation. We had to get it all fixed, or whatever. But we had these mice in our house, and there was just a bunch of them. It was the most ridiculous thing. And we had a a glue trap, and I hear this mouse like like making noises. I'm like, oh my god! All right, I'll take this one out. And I go. It had twins. Like on the glue trap, it birthed twins. So then not only was there like a like a mouse, there's these two little baby mice going. It was the most uh, gruesome, horrifying thing that I've ever seen, and it was disgusting. Yeah, uh, and they died. Yikes. So it's not a good story. Well, here's something. Uh, my buddy Charlie has always told me that if you put a ferret in your basement, then it'll get rid of uh, the rats. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, that's another quote. Another quote. quote. Another quote. It's always sunny. Thanks. I'll be here all night. All the quotes. <laughs> <laughs> it's always sunny. Don't watch that show. It's not appropriate. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Endorsing some things. Hey, um, I want to do this. It's a great segue right now is I wanted to talk about side projects that we're passionate about. I told Nathan this on the way here. I was driving. He called and was like, hey, what are we talking about tonight? And in life, you know, we have a lot of careers. Those who listen, like you have a career. You're a nurse. You're a teacher. You're you know, a business person, you do side jobs, you do whatever you do to, to hustle and bustle. For me, you know, I work in ministry, Nate works in ministry, these two are full-time students, going to be a teacher, going to be a, no, you're going to be a business type entrepreneur. But we, yes. we all have side projects, all our side passions. And for me, mine's pretty obvious. You're listening to it right now. This podcast is something that I love. I love community. I love connecting with people. I love hearing stories. I love talking. As you can tell, I love talking to people. Mm-hmm. I like listening. And I feel like everybody is uniquely made and uniquely designed, and everybody has their own story. And they have their own story with their own experiences. And so I'm just trying to provide a venue where some people can come in here, you can listen to their stories, listen to some life experience, maybe laugh, maybe relate, maybe go, hmm, you know, that's kind of interesting. That's a good perspective, or whatever it may be. We all have our own. 
and I'll, I know Asher has one. Uh, Nate's got some. What are some side venues slash projects slash hobbies slash things that you really try to dive into that, that you're more passionate about? Not that I'm not passionate about ministry or passionate about teaching or whatever it may be, but just something that's like kind of for you. So does anybody want to hit us off here? All right. Yeah, I guess I'll go. Um, so as we've mentioned, uh, so I am a full-time student teacher. Let's go. Um, this past student or this past semester was a full-time student as well, had a full load of classes plus student teaching like 30 hours a week. And so that does not pay the bills and I'm trying to graduate debt-free. Shout out to my parents for helping me and for the old Zell Miller for being there for me when I need him the most. And uh, so anyways, uh, something that I have always... And by always, I mean in the past five years, been passionate about it's coffee. Um, as I mentioned, and I don't want to be that guy that always talks about his time abroad, but I did spend a year, um, a gap year after after high school in El Salvador, and taught English, which is where I decided I wanted to go get a teaching degree, and then also got to work at a coffee roaster down there, and um, incredible experience of seeing farmers. This is El Salvador. El Salvador. Okay. Yep. Um, so seeing farmers bring in crops and getting to roast them and us decide what, uh, crops we're going to buy and what we're going to distribute. And so really awesome experience. And I had started to get into coffee a couple months before that. And so, um, when I came home, I was like, you know what, I want to, I want to roast coffee. But if you know anything about coffee roasting, coffee roasters cost like 20 to 60 ish thousand dollars. Um, Wait, for real? Yeah. I, I didn't know that. Dang, yeah. dude. It's a ton of money, and I had about $7 um, when I came home. And so uh started work on, like, building my own and then uh, talking through with my family about potentially trying to, like, start my own coffee business and stuff like that. Um, I thought it would be super, super <laughs> – I mean, coffee's like a trendy thing. It's usually associated with pretentious, like, coffee people and, like – you know, I enjoy that kind of thing. Um, I'm guilty of that, too. But I wanted... I was like, you know, it'd be super cool. It'd be super cool to be a small business owner. It'd be super cool to, like, roast coffee and, like, change the world. And then I started... Uh, we're, we just finished our first full year of being a legitimate business. And it is super not glamorous. Um I think we tallied it up the other day, and I've spent like three to four hundred hours roasting and like not been paid for it because I'm like starting, like I'm doing this on my own and for, like from the ground up. Yeah, from yeah. the ground up. Yeah. Um, and so it has not been glamorous, but it has been the most incredible experience. And um, today, uh, a couple days ago, we tallied it up and. Sold 700 pounds of coffee last year, um, which is like so much more than we had ever imagined doing. And um, shout out to Winston, who we've talked about. Love you, Winston. He uh, bought six bags today, and so got those. He has, I I went to his apartment in Atlanta. He has them all like kind of on display, and then like, well, he drinks coffee. He's a big supporter of y'all. Yeah. And see, that's the thing is like, it's one of those things that. I have to have people that care and people who support it, um, like, to get us going. And, like, beyond that, like, talking about, like, building community and stuff like that, there has been nothing that builds community in, like, in these past couple years more than, like, the community that I have built from struggling through having my own business. Um, And I don't know. It has been incredible and really challenging. But... What does um what does Wynn do? Does so, he, is he yeah, so my so my older brother um came on about a year ago when things really took off started taking off and um he's taking on the business side because I just like <laughs> I was roasting but wasn't really making money because I just That's not your passion, that's not your gift. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um Wynn was a he was a salesman at one point and so he kind of came on to take on a lot of the accounting and um, 
doing a lot of the business side of it and really leaving me to do the things that I'm really passionate about, which is the roasting, Mm -hmm. the marketing and things like that. And so, um, man, it's been awesome. I will say that probably the biggest challenge is like telling people, people asking how it's going and kind of feeling obligated to say, Oh, it's going good. When like right, this semester was such a challenge with school and student teaching, and like I did not do much for it at all, and yeah. like it has really been a struggle. Um, but people being like, "Yeah, man, how's coffee going?" And because you, I noticed this today. Uh, what you want to say the name of your company? It's our Arcadia Coffee. Roasters. Arcadia Coffee named Roasters. Off, named after our house, the house that you'll live on. Yeah. Two fourteen. Cool. Two fourteen. What's up? Um, is I noticed you posted last in August, mm-hmm. and then today you posted, yeah. and it was December. I was like, ooh, somebody took a hiatus on yeah. their social media account. Yeah, no, and it, it's, it was not, <laughs> that is not the way to get business. If you are wondering, uh, this is, that is not how you get business. But honestly, in this season, like this was all I could do, is what little business like scraped through from not marketing. Um and a lot of people asking me how things are going this semester and being like, yeah, I mean, it's good, but like... It's I, hard. Yeah, it's hard. And I like haven't been able to give it the time that I want to give it. Um, even with like doing Wesley and Wesley worship, like can't give it the same amount of time and effort that I want to. Because I mean, you're teaching. Yeah. That's what you're doing. Um, but at the same time, knowing that it's still there and knowing that like the Lord has been faithful to like continue growing it and continue working on things even when myself and when when bought a house when um, has been going through fostering training when has um, an exchange student living with him he's uh, in his first full year of teaching and he's had a ton to do and so it's just it's been a lot but I don't know man just getting to share that with people um, and like even we just got a new roaster. We just built a new roaster. And, like, I don't know, having Noah and Josh, like, do come you, out. Do you do some stuff with it, too? Yeah. So, recently, he, uh, I'll brag on him for a minute. Uh, he just got a new roaster. That thing is sweet, dude. Like a $20,000 roaster? No. We uh, had it built by a friend. He's a STEM teacher at the school where Wynn teaches. Um, and oh. we, we kind of drew it up, and he helped build it. So. It looks legit. Like, I, I had a, a, a friend from back home come in um, yesterday, um, and we were just hanging out. He's, like, telling him about it, and he was like, where did he buy this roaster? I was like, no, it was, it was made by somebody. He had uh, a friend make it, and, and so it's really cool. And so Josh and I have actually helped roast a, a, a few batches, and, uh, dude, it's a, it's a pretty cool thing. If you guys... How long uh, does it take to roast a batch? Um, well, it depends on what type of roast. If it's a... Ooh, baby. You knowledgeable boy. Oh, yeah. If it's a, <laughs> like a medium roast or a dark roast, uh, it's a, it's probably going to be like 10 minutes average. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I will say I don't, I don't drink coffee at all. Yeah, but uh, from what I have heard from people who do drink coffee, and they are those pretentious people that drink coffee, uh, I've heard Arcadia coffee is... Top notch. It is top, top, top notch. notch. I will say that um, I don't know why they would ever listen to this podcast, but the guys at Valor Coffee and they would listen to it because it's an incredibly insightful community-based podcast. Absolutely. But the guys at Valor Coffee, um, <laughs> Riley and Ross and Ethan, um, talked to him on the phone a couple years ago, and I was talking to them. They started a coffee business um, down in Alpharetta from the ground mm-hmm. up, and. Um, the one thing that he said to me is like, if you really care about this and you want to make it something that really does build community and like cares about the farmer and the earth and all this stuff is you have to take the pretentiousness out of it because like in a materialistic culture, like I was talking about it with uh, my discipler, like literally two hours ago, coffee is the second most traded commodity in the world behind crude oil. And a lot of it is produced in underdeveloped countries and enjoyed in very developed countries, and it makes it very easy to take advantage of the people who are producing it. And so, like, it's a good thing. It is a very good thing to 
pay farmers well and for them to be producing really high quality crops, but it can't be something that it's like, oh, that, that coffee, that's for, that's for coffee snobs. That's for like hipsters, whatever. It needs to be something that's accessible to the common person. If it's going to be something that really makes a difference. Yeah, Yeah. this is a good time actually to kind of stick my green thumb into this and just say like buy locally. Um, because from what Asher was telling me, like about what, like a lot of big coffee organizations do is they just go and buy like a piece of land in a like foreign country and they'll just basically just plant coffee there and just pretty much deplete the soil of all the nutrients when like farms are supposed to be like rotate and Mm -hmm. it's supposed to move your crops around to make sure the soil stays with its, uh, right nutrients, but they'll just deplete a piece of land and then just sell it back to the locals at a lower price because mm-hmm. now the, so this is like, I don't know, this is me kind of branching off of what Ashley's talking about. Buy locally whenever you can. Absolutely. Green, green thumb. Important stuff. All right, back to you, Ashley. Our, our buddy, uh, David, shout out to David Schnitzer, who's going to be on the podcast soon, actually. He owns a coffee company or shop. I don't know if his shop is a company. It's the same thing. Um, Appalachia Coffee. Yeah. He does the same thing with the uh, what's it called when it's um, oh gosh when you buy when you buy from direct trade direct trade is that what it's called? There's he does fair trade and then there's fair trade. trade. He does okay. fair trade. Okay. Um, I don't know if that what that means, but he tries to do it where it's like does it right. Maybe yeah. that fair trade is not doing it right. No, I mean, um, but he his is locally, and so he's been super like trying to hire people from that town, yeah, as, uh, in Hendersonville, and get those people involved and and get people working there. So I'm all support of small businesses for sure. I don't know if you have anything to add on to that. Yeah, no, that's good. Mm-hmm. Buy locally, <laughs> or or as Nathan does, you know, grow your own stuff. Nathan's got how many chickens and or. Yeah, I don't, I don't grow uh, coffee, but yeah, I got chickens. I got like six or you seven. You have a little farm, don't you? You plant some stuff in there I sometimes? Do, I do a little garden, yeah. I didn't get you to know. do it this past year, but got a little garden. Yeah. For real, though? I didn't know yeah. that. So, um, our, uh, Billy does a whole garden. He yeah, he's, like, got a, he's got a big old garden. Yeah. I will, Goals. I, I will say that if there is one thing like that you're passionate about or anything like that, just to start, because... I don't know. It's a ton of waiting. It's a ton of getting your hopes up and being disappointed, but then also like being completely blown away by like generosity or by support of someone you wouldn't expect or whatever it is, but whatever it is, whether you like to build things out of wood or you want to roast coffee or whatever it is, just to start and like just see where it goes and like give it your time and give it your effort. And the the way that my personality is, is it's like, I will do something like that and like, just get really, just get really down and then get really excited. But like, literally that is part of the process. That is part of just doing something that you love is like, it, it's not going to go exactly how you want it to. I was, uh, I was thinking too about this podcast was I've been wanting to do this for years now. I've always talked about doing a podcast because I just love, once again, talking and da-da-da-da. But I've always, like, put it back on a back burner, back burner, back burner. It just never really, you know, was intentional on my actions of, like, okay, let's take the first step forward. And what's the second step? What's the third step? And doing it. And now I don't know about you, Asher, or or Nate, or, or Noah, is even though sometimes it can be stressful, like, trying to get people to listen to it, because my product's free, like in like I, I try to, if anything I had to pay to put the product out, you know, the host, the website, and all this. So my product's free, but I want to put it out there and I want people to listen. And it can be stressful when people don't, or when I bought T-shirts and I don't sell T-shirts, you know, as I thought more people would buy them, and they don't. Yeah. Or you know, I have hats now. Hats are selling quicker than T-shirts, just a little FYI. Um, but that can be discouraging, but I'm also like through that discouragement or through that like slow pace, I find myself consistently going, this is a good stress reliever. This is where I go to like blow off steam. 
I want to go podcast or I want to tinker with, you know, the editing of Mm -hmm. the episodes or the Instagram. And it's like, okay, even though sometimes it can be stressful or disappointing, it is where I blow off steam. And like, I don't know, for you, it's like, man, like this copy company is like, sometimes it can be super stressful because I'm not selling the product or it's not where I want it to be. But then again, I'm doing my passion and that's like a almost like a good stress of like you know what I'm gonna yeah. work on it. Well, that's the thing. I mean, even if you even if you do something that you love, like I I started feeling called to to do ministry and ended up kind of falling into college ministry, and I absolutely love it. I mean, that's my passion. That's what I I enjoy doing. I I have a a deep love and care for it. But even if you do something you love uh, for your vocation mm-hmm. and you get paid for it, whatever it is. It's gr- you need hobbies. You need things on the side that you can just do to better have a healthy life and to better uh, just to better to stay centered. It, yeah. it, you you absolutely need that. And even if it is again something you love, uh, like you were talking about, Ashley, you love coffee and you got super passionate about it and you started doing it. That it wasn't all you know glitz and glamour. Like it wasn't all this amazing stuff and it just took off and everything was there. But it's a part of just something that you do and you love, whether it's something that you do for free or you do something for fun or you do something just yeah. just as a stress reliever. It, it helps you stay centered in life uh, and everything you do, and I think that's very important to kind of have that, that mindset of it. Yeah. I don't know if Absolutely. this is a side, like, hustle or project, but I would say, like, <clears throat> kind of going off of what you're saying, Nathan, like, something I kind of use to, like, just get it, like, kind of, like, relax, get away, or, like, a passion is probably, like, similar to you, Ben, is, like, um, like Lord of the Rings or Star Wars, specifically. Oh, come on, so. Yeah, specifically Lord of the Rings, not going to brag here. And I don't mean, and I'm going to brag on Noah a little bit. Yep. When Noah is talking about this, he doesn't mean he just likes to watch a little bit and he, mm-hmm. he's, he's good with the books. If you really want a detail of the whole spectrum of what's going on there, Noah knows. I, I can't even tell you everything. He knows the whole universe. He knows language. He knows... Uh, no, I don't know. Language. Oh, yes, he, he knows, knows language. He can speak he, Elvish. He, no, uh, I cannot. <laughs> he, he knows their Absolutely Bible can. or whatever it is, their holy book okay. or whatever it's it is. Like he knows, there, was, uh, there it is. There was, he knows it all. Like he could he could teach a class um, and teach the teachers. Like he is un- More so than Stephen Colbert? Yes, uh, I maybe promise not Steve you. Cole, no, I would love to you know, sit down with Steve. Look, yeah, because he loves Steve. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I want to brag on Noah that, I mean, because that's the thing. It's like it doesn't matter what it is, and like Noah literally sat down to read the Silmarillion, which is literally like the just a lore. Yeah, of Lord of the Rings, and was talking about how he was going to essentially like translate it, and was essentially his dream is to like take the first, second, and third books and put them in chronological order because the way that the books are uh, set up is where they, like, go back and forth, kind of like the movie does from... Um, yeah. Talking about the first age versus no, the second no, age. Noah, one year we were going... I just have to say this. One year we were driving somewhere, and he was like, hey, will you, you want to go with me? I got to go down to um, some bookstore. Uh, he was like, I got to buy uh, some journals... And I was like, sure, let's go down there. And, and uh, as we were going down there, I was like, you just get into, you know, journaling or whatever it is. He goes, well, no, pretty much every year, um, Noah rereads through all of uh, the year, Lord of the, the Rings. Every year, the beginning of the year. At the, like over Christmas, he reads through Lord of the Rings, and he reads, um, I guess, the, the, Hobbit. the Hobbit. And do you do this? I try to do Simmer- the Sil- Silmarillion. Okay, yeah. yeah. And he takes, like... There's one more, too, isn't there? Uh, there's a, I mean, there's a bunch more, but yeah. he takes, those are the main ones. He takes detailed, not just notes, mm-hmm. but he takes mm-hmm. absolutely, de- and he journals uh, all, every year <laughs> he does this. This is a yearly tradition. And so he bought these nice, he wanted nice leather bound journals so he could journal, uh, and keep it again. He does this every year. Okay, I every don't, hold on. year. Let me, let me talk for a bit. Let me talk for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> let me talk for a bit. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Let me talk for a bit. So, um, no, I really, I really do like Lord of the Rings, and this is, this is like an interesting thing because it's like a while back I was like, okay, I, I'm good at things, like right. I'm like I'm in like this was like high school. I'm good at like cross country. I'm like 
like in JV. I'm not varsity, but like I'm almost varsity. Like I'm good with school. Like I was like, where in my life am I the best at something? Like I can say I'm better at something. And I was like, well, I really, really like Lord of the Rings. I've read it before. Honestly, I'm going to read it again. I was like, why don't I just like, you know, check it out, see what's going on there. And I totally fell in love with Lord of the Rings. And uh, Lord of the Rings is kind of like what you have to say because people know the movies. But really, Tolkien mythology, I should say, is just fascinating. Um, oh, thank you. Ben just brought a, uh, a cup in, and it's got... With uh, Elvis. With, well, no, this is, this is uh, actually black speech. But, uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. what, what is that, like no, an I'm ancient language? No, it's not black speech. This is probably Quenya. It's a, <laughs> I think it's Quenya. I'm, I, it's been a while since I've read it. I need to reread it, but it's... He's like being the, humble right now. Quenya is like the... There's like Sindari and Quenya, and those are the two like versions of Elvish, but like those, like that's the older version. And that's this is what is inscripted around the, the One Ring. The One Ring. Yeah. Well, you know what? That glass is yours, man. Thank you. Take really, it. really. Yeah, yeah. This is a yeah, nice yeah. glass. Thank you. Super so nice much. glass, and I think you'll appreciate it more than I will. I so. challenge oh. anyone who thinks they know anything about Lord of the Rings. See, here's to the thing. I need. Noah. I need to. I need to learn. I definitely need to learn more. And the whole journaling thing is not true. I don't do it every year. I just started that this year. Uh, <laughs> kind of going back. Hold on. Going back. You're to bad tracking though. You're bad tracking. You're into it. Okay. Going back to what you were saying, like side hustle, this is yeah. where I'm trying, I'm going to maybe one day try to like merge like my, this passion, this side passion of mine into a hustle because I don't know if it's pretty famous. Like Harry Potter has this like chapter for chapter, like breakdown podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But watch this podcast or listen to this podcast first. Don't listen to that. But I, one day I, I see myself making like a breakdown for each chapter and putting it somewhere that would be helpful to readers. That could be cool. Um, but Noah doesn't even just know, like, he, he doesn't just know reading it and what's happening. He, he'll he tell you about, like, Tolkien's, like, theology behind it and how the history behind it and how Tolkien got to one place to another using different yeah. uh, just theologies. And, and uh, it, it's just unreal, the, the knowledge that, that Noah has with it. Yeah. Well, thank you, thank you. Noah, I'm super impressed because you know I have the Middle Earth map and yeah. the Fellowship. I love Lord of the Rings, the Third um, Age, right as up well. There. Yeah, the Third Age, not to be confused with the Second or First. But yeah. I don't know if you two listen to the podcast often, but we always end. I say always. We majority of the time we try to end each episode with a piece of wisdom or advice or a quote or something that you have for the listeners. And you might want to start us off here. Yeah. I can do it. Yeah, what's up, Ash? Where yeah, you at? Um, me and Noah listen to the podcast a lot. We actually listened to our first episode on the way over here. And um, uh, I will... It's literally the most <laughs> of a podcast I've listened to all day. Okay, but okay, all right. what I will say um, is, I don't know if I read it or if I heard it, but um, millennials in particular and Gen Z like very much underestimate overestimate what you can do in the short term and underestimate what you can do in the long term. And so just going back to what I was saying, do not underestimate like what you're doing. It may seem disappointing now. It may seem like you are just kind of going through life and not really doing a ton. But -hmm. if you're doing something that you love and something that you care about, don't underestimate what it can turn into in the long run because... Even, you know, the whole, like, uh, oh, what is it? The journey. It's not about the destinations, yeah, about the journey. All that, all that good stuff. It, tru- yeah. it truly is. Just being all here. Baloney, and But it's so true. And struggling, <laughs> struggling through doing the things you love with the people you love is so much, worth, so much more worth it Heck in the yeah, long dude. term. Heck yeah. All right, Naders. Uh, my word of wisdom is don't think that you know more than Noah Andrews. At Lord of the Rings, because he will destroy you. Uh, oh God, we're gonna have, we're gonna have some challengers, and we're gonna come back up to the. Promise episode. you, we're gonna do a twenty question episode edition of Lord of the Rings, and we're gonna have le- two other challengers in you, and I'm gonna host it, and we're gonna have a Lord of the Rings off. I challenge anyone to 
Come Dude, to all right. The uh, first two challengers that messaged me that are legit. That's just somebody. Like, I'll do it. Legit. We're gonna do it here. Sounds good. Yep. All right. I'm in. All right. No. What, what's yours, Noah? Uh, honestly, I didn't hear the the the, the question. It's, what? it's like a, like a piece of advice or a wisdom or a quote or something like that. Yeah. Um, kind of the same thing as Asher. Like you might think like, oh wow, my passion is like is kind of dumb or like I this could never. Uh, amount to to anything but like it's it's your passion and uh it like if it if it really like it makes uh, i know this is like a very millennial thing to say if it makes you happy like then it's good but like if it's like a passion it's a side project then yeah. just continue with it and it's it's good mine is um a light from the shadows shall spring which is just kind of like a, a thing I say to myself daily of like, you know, we have a lot of darkness and a lot of shadows around us. But even though you're in a storm, a light can truly come through. It doesn't say, you know, it can spring. It's It shall. It's supposed to. And so just want to... Noah, does that sound familiar? No, not really. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Page so, 72. Uh, page <laughs> 72. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's on his wall. It's on It's, it's on, on wall. Okay, wall. all right. Way to out me on my own podcast. Anyways, A Light from the Shadow Shell Spring. is <laughs> from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Nathan, Noah, Asher, thank you all thank so you. much for being on this yeah, yeah. episode. Great. See you. Um, subscribe. We have T-shirts and hats on sale. You can DM oh, you us. At, we do. And then I'm wearing one of them right now. They're $25, super oh. nice, oh, wow. custom patches. Can I see that? Also, uh, if you order coffee off of Arcadia's website, arcadia.coffee, we have a code, Great White Buffalo, 40% off of a bag. Dude, are you being for real right now? Yeah, I'm being, I'm I'll, being dead serious. I'll put that in the Instagram Please do. thing, too. Yeah. Um, and it, what's your Instagram? Uh, Arcadia Coffee Roasters. Arcadia Coffee Roasters, and then we'll put a little tag in our post and then you go on your Instagram. Does it have the website link on there? They yes, click it on does. it. And it's yep. Ar- what's the website? Just one more time. Arcadia.coffee. Arcadia.coffee. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Get some coffee. Listen, we love y'all. Thank y'all for joining the herd, joining the nation. We'll see you next time on GWB.